Hello and welcome to this episode of the Employment Rights Ireland podcast. Today's episode will take a look at interns in the workplace and I'm going to give you six tips for, uh, if you're an employer, six tips for dealing with internships and interns because there are some issues. So I hope you, uh, hope you find it useful. Essentially, there's two schools of thought and two camps when it comes to interns. One person views them as a, an exploitation of the vulnerable, the needy and the naive. And the polar opposite view is that they are a great opportunity to get some badly needed and valuable experience for a young person who may want to start out on a particular career. Regardless of what your view is, the episode today will just take a look at the legal aspects of internships and hopefully save you uh, save you some money in terms of getting getting uh, successful claims brought against you you'll you'll see why when when we just go through the program well-known internships uh, internship programs in ireland include the job bridge scheme and various FOSS initiatives both of these internship schemes are specifically excluded from the rigours of employment law in Ireland. But the internship offered by a private business or company has no such protection. It is this type of internship that I am writing about or that I am speaking about today in this episode. The first important thing to understand is what an internship is and what is an intern. Well, there's no statutory definition and the key point for an employer to consider is whether their intern will actually be considered to be an employee with all of the employment law rights that flows from that. An intern is essentially someone who is engaged in the business or profession to observe and gain experience of a particular role, business or industry. Many internships are unpaid, many are badly paid and many may have the payment of expenses in inverted commas, for example for travel, to the intern. The terms and conditions of internships vary widely from business to business and from workplace to workplace. But for the employer, one of the most important things is whether the employee could be considered to be an employee, to be an employee or not. The most important factor in establishing whether an intern is an employee or not is whether he or she works or merely observes. If he or she works, then he or she may well be an employee, may well be an employee certainly in the eyes of the law, and consequently be entitled to be paid, to holidays, to rest breaks, just like other employees, and so forth. The vital thing to know is that regardless of what the parties say, court or a tribunal will look at the facts of each individual situation and then decide whether it is employer-employee situation, in other words whether it is a contract of service which indicates an employee situation or a contract for services where you may be considered to be an independent contractor or a self-employed person. The same sort of analysis will be used if there is a dispute with uh, an intern or with an internship and whether the intern is actually um, an employee and a badly 
paid employee at that. The National Minimum Wage Act of 2000 defines a contract of employment very broadly because it says that a contract of employment means a contract of service or apprenticeship or any other contract whereby an individual agrees with another person to do or perform personally any work or service for that person or a third person, whether the contract is express or implied and, if express, whether or not it is in writing. So that is the contract of employment defined in the National Minimum Wage Act of 2000 and it is very broadly defined. It is clear, therefore, that even though it has not yet been tested in Ireland, an intern could well successfully claim to be entitled to be paid under this legislation, provided he or she can show that he or she was essentially an employee. If the intern can show this, not only will he or she have the right to be paid, but he will gain the full protection of various employment law legislation governing holidays, rest breaks, anti-discrimination, equality of opportunity and so forth. So, for employers, there are six tips that I'm going to give you now if you are thinking about or taking on interns. Number one, be fair and transparent in how you take them on. It reflects well on your company and it is just a decent thing to do. Number two, consider having a written agreement, setting out the terms of the internship. This document would set out the party's expectations for the internship, what sort of training and feedback will be given, whether and to what extent they will be mentoring, and so on. Most importantly, this document would state that the intern is not an employee, but that the purpose of the internship is for the intern to learn about the company, industry, or specific job or role. Number three, an internship should be short. The longer it is, the more likely it is to involve the intern working and being considered, at least in the eyes of the law and employee. Number four, there should be some thought put into how the intern is to learn and whether he or she will shadow existing employees in various roles in order to learn. Number five, even though the intern is not an employee, it is good practice to ensure he has been given a copy of the company's staff handbook and its most important policies and procedures. Of particular importance here would be health and safety and dignity at work policies. Number six, if the business or company is going to discharge expenses of the intern, for example travelling expenses, then these should be vouched. Regardless of your views on inter internships, they can be incredibly useful for the business and for the intern. Hopefully the few tips, those six tips I've given you today, and the little caveats or warnings in relation to whether it's an internship or an employer-employee situation, hopefully that may well save you... Um, unnecessary cost in defending a case brought by an intern, for example, if you're an employer. My name is Terry Gorry. Um, my website is employmentrightsireland.com. You can stop by there and contact me through that website if you wish. If you have any questions or any issues in relation to employment law or HR law or anything like that. Um, thanks for listening.